Hello guys, welcome back to Sharing the Oasis with myself, Cher, and my little buddy, Oasis. Who is, I didn't, uh, you didn't need to go in with a little buddy, I would have just gone with my buddy, Oasis, but it's no, all just, cool. No, I mean little, like, that's cute. Like, my yeah. cute little buddy, my little pal. When you're a man and you're referred to as cute or, or little, it's never, it's never good for the ego. That's what I would say. You think? I think it's damaging. Yeah, yeah, but it's, no, it's, like... yeah, I don't know. What else was the alternative? Oh, that guy he... is handsome. Nah, handsome. that feels like that feels very much like family. Interesting. I've got, I've got a handsome child, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Ah, interesting. My interesting friend. Like, nah, that sounds like you're quirky, you know? Like you got really left field thing about you. Someone's like, oh my Craig... god, this guy is like ooh, dodge. Craig Craig says he he likes little buddy. Yeah, but Craig doesn't like me, so that's why Craig will call me little. But Craig will do anything to tick me off. <laughs> Shut up, Craig. <laughs> so, Oase, yeah. talk to me. How has your week been? Have you had a busy week? Yeah, yeah, just normal stuff, really, day-to-day -day stuff. I was reading in the news recently. Have you, have you, did you read about that hot dog eating competition? It's crazy. I'm just going to read out some facts, right? Because it, it's mental. Hot dog it's, eating competition. Hot, it sounds hot dog, uh, yeah. Like this guy's name. Let me. I'll tell you what his name is okay. first of all, because I feel like that will set the precedence of like the type of story. This made it onto Sky News. I may add. So God knows what's going on this week that they've put this onto their news outlet. So Joey Chestnut or Joey Jaws. Chestnut, as he's known as Joey, Joey Chestnut. He, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Oh, Joey like Jaws film. Chestnut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did he chows down 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's pretty oh. crazy. I think they averaged it out that in what? It's, uh, every 10 seconds he's averaging one or less. Look, no, one. You... he's averaging one hot dog in every 10 or less seconds. No, but and it's that, crazy. Is that just the meat or the whole the roll? No, I think I think whole he's thing. got to have an equivalent. So it's really weird. I was really sad. I I, I like clicked on it and I read it a little bit because um, he's thirty nine years old. First of all, Not I for think long. that's he's going through a midlife crisis way <laughs> too early. But hey ho, um, <laughs> he was unable to outdo his own twenty twenty one record where he knocks down seventy six hot dogs. But it's a really weird system, right? Because they literally, he just like, it's like Henry the Hoover. It just kind of goes straight through his body. I don't know how, like, I don't know the physics of how it works, but <laughs> it kind of just like, it's like, and that's it. It's like, that's one God. It's the whole thing just through his body and it's somewhere in, in him. But like, I'm not sure if he, it's just, he looks super proud about it. And he has like a WWE style belt. Whilst he wins, it's like a Fourth of July thing. Look, it's it's absolutely oh is mental. Gosh. I just yeah, I can't, I couldn't. I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. There's obviously there's also a female version, um, and I think she did thirty nine and a half hot dogs to claim her ninth title. But Joey Jaws Chestnut, um, Joey Jaws Chestnut. Yeah, I imagine if, that. Um... I don't know. It's making me want to vomit just thinking about it. If I'm honest with you. Can you imagine doing that with a kebab? Yeah, the Desi version. The Desi what was version. your part of what, a puri and a, and a kebab? A puri, puri and a kebab. kebab. No, that puri would have to kebab. be. It would have to be. Uh, it would have to be a very thin uh, naan. 
a very thin aunt. Oh, I don't know. A very know. thin aunt. A very big guy. The, the problem, yeah, I get where you're coming from. The only issue is, as soon as you do it, anything of like Asian cuisine, there's just zero consistency in what you're getting. The thing about like the hot dog eating competition is because let's be fair, we're not really sure how much of it is like genuine food and how much of it is plastic so from that standpoint i i like i don't know i just feel like the consistency is not like a fair competition it's not like everyone's playing on the same playing field <laughs> if you get where i'm coming from i get where you're coming from if you get where, what i'm putting down i get what you're putting down but i'm just well, trying to i'm trying sucking to up what... wherever you want to put it <laughs> <laughs> don't be sucking anything on this show hey, okay? hey let's keep this pg we've got to keep it pg we have we have great clean listeners we want to know How's your about... week been? Enough about that. My week's How's been week? my week's been regular. Regular. That it's sounds like regular. a bowel movement. <laughs> yeah, they've been regular as well. <laughs> oh wow, that's way too much information. <laughs> I've just been busy with work, and um, I'm. I don't know if anyone knows. I'm actually training to be a PT, so I'm studying at the moment. Oh wow! So that's taking up at some your of my tender evenings. old age. You're studying. My, wow! My tender okay. young age. I'm it's crazy studying. now. I mean, back in your day, it was what like, like the little chisel and stone, and now everything's on iPads. I mean, that must be must be a big culture shock for yourself, no? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is because I used to use a pen, and now I have to use the keyboard. I don't even think a pen. I think it was before. It was like abacuses were used for your maths, and I don't know. Like I just. It strikes me. That's great. How do you find that learning process? Because for me, like taking a year out of education and going back in, like everything changed. Like everyone was six years younger than me. I've never felt like a grand, I've never felt your age until I did that. <laughs> right. Ultimately, that's what it led to. But I did my entire degree pen on paper. And then I've come back and everyone's using tablets, everyone's using touchscreens, people are Snapchatting, whatever that means, halfway through a lesson. Like notes are getting sent across like wirelessly. I'm like, no, back it in my is, day, it's like you, here's a photocopy. Different. It's really different. And I think I was actually... I, was I sound like a 90-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> See? You've got the experience of... You're the one who's doing the back-in-the-day story. Yeah, back in my day. But the... Um, interesting thing is i was pretty scared about going into studying but then my daughter isha she showed me this um this program called notion oh god this guy's really trying to get sponsored by notion or something this yeah, podcast every time i speak to you it's not sponsored notion, by notion. notion notions notion. but it's helping me it's helping me remember stuff so for me it's like it's working okay describe Bec describe notion for those listeners out there who have never heard of it and let's be real so the list out there. Okay, the best way I can describe Notion is it's like dumping your brain onto notes in an organized, methodical um, map. Really? Yeah. I think it's just fancy bullet points. No, it's <laughs> not. It's got like a it's got a structure to it where you can. And it's not a fixed structure. You can create pages within pages. You can create timetables. You can create bullet points. You can create um, um, different types of entries. You can create different. There's so many different formats of creating things within what somebody might call projects or chapters or verses or whatever you want to call it. So you're really open to like, aligning it to how you think okay 
So which is, is it, yeah, I guess from what I'm gathering, like you can kind of like map it out almost. Like all of this is like thing that's going on in your head, which is yeah. really just probably kind of losing itself rather than finding <laughs> itself. But um That's it is a case of of like kind of like jotting it down almost like telling a story but how do you how do you revise from that like how does that work like for me well, the, like flashcards and, and things like that is what works for me like the Quizlet way, and things like that the but. way i've been doing it the court the way the course is structured is it, most of it is online in terms of the theory and the learning and then i have a tutor that i can check in with um in in terms of bits i'm not sure about but what I'm doing with the learning, they're all videos. So what I do, which helps me, because I'm really bad academically when it comes to learning. Ah, I'm a very selling, as much as as much as I'm mean to you, I think you're selling yourself short. You're one of the smartest <laughs> people, I think, in terms of photography out there. We can sort of rely on. <laughs> no, but I can't. Very... I can't tell. Like I'm that kind of person. Like if I was to pick up a camera, I'd accidentally take a photo of my own forehead and be like, "Oh, oh that was an accident." <laughs> It'd be a great shot. It but would tell I'm, be a terrible I'm, shot. Because I'm very visual. It I watch the video two times. Okay. So I watch it once and then I watch it twice. The, then I watch it a third time. The third time I'm stopping it and I'm making notes in notion. So I'm then breaking down according to how I'm seeing the video or how I'm hearing things. And then I break it down in my notes. Um, and then I'll, after I've made the notes, I kind of read through the notes. And then I watch the video again and, and make any tweaks or adjustments and that's when it starts to really go in and i, and I just remember it almost um, like and it's, muscle memory right like, really it is repeat, repetition is key repetition repetition then you're writing it then you're reading it again and i think it's like certain films that i like certain scenes of films i just remember the script you remember the words you remember that whole scenario it's like music you hear a song yeah. enough you start yeah. singing the lyrics in your head. Does it ever get to that point where, like, in music, where you've heard it so many times that you just hate that song with a passion? For me, <laughs> Neo, so sick. Oh, it's, that song just yeah. annoys me. It's just no, constant. No, it doesn't. thing is, I think it depends on... I mean, I found learning really different at my age. Going back tender to Tender old age. Tender old age. Um, <laughs> because now you're doing it out of choice. When you're younger... Like, yeah. oh, you have to go to school. Oh, you have to learn about yeah. war. And you have to learn about this. And you have to learn oh, about wow, that. That's a heavy, like, heavy topic to go I hated into. war. I hated war. war just war just, is, uh, I mean, this is a heavy topic. But heavy topic. <laughs> of all your just... examples, you could have got like biology, physics, war. Like your war, head goes, war. That, that was the one that I go to. It just causes me pain. <laughs> well, caused a lot of people pain, be, mate. <laughs> studying war. It's like, oh, not again. There's other things in history, man, other than war. Um, oh, for me, it was but, chemistry. <laughs> chemistry was or the lack thereof. Although I like the experiments, I like the experiments in chemistry with the Bunsen oh, burner. No, I accidentally burned a hole through a table, and it was like a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the you know the the challenge now, mm. and I think anything to do with the anatomy. Yeah, I I'm so fascinated by whether it's muscles, joints, the brain, how the eyes work. You know how your heart works, how your lungs work. I'm so fascinated by it that, you know, I just get excited as I'm reading, as I'm learning. And I think yeah. that helps you I think, kind of yeah, remember. I think that's why, like, people tend to enjoy, like, I mean, I, you say very loosely, but people tend to enjoy when they go to either college or university because it's more for speciality and something they actually care about and actually interested in. I mean, like, you take, take for example, your PT training. Mm. You don't get taught any of that stuff if in, in enough depth 
through like normal education so through school and high school etc but then when you're they're doing it at that level be it in your own time or through higher education because it's so specialized i think you're just naturally more inclined to pay attention rather than try and fall asleep exactly so i think yeah it must you're be just similar it must be similar for you with your um, pilot training it's not something that's been forced but you've got that i mean when you were talking about in the first episode from school you really had that in your mind yeah i want to be a pilot you had that vision so that's it's obviously brought you this far that that same vision so any training you must do or things you've read you it's kind of that thing you you want it you want to learn yeah you want to know yeah 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 that and i think i think the only thing really that's got me this far is my friends and my family i think they've helped me up more than anything else uh, the, the amount of breakdowns you end up having through education be even if it is something you're interested in um yeah, and that's, like for that's, me that is advanced i mean buying a pilot there must be points where you've banged your head against the wall and thought ah <laughs> But your family yeah. have kept I you feel, like, come on, yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, and the other way, like, no, you're stupid. And I'm like, cool, okay, I'll just, <laughs> I'll take that on on board. Cheers. It's like, it's like, it's like when I pass an exam, and it's ne it's never like, oh, that's awesome. It's like, cool. What did everyone else get? Let's compare you. Let's let's <laughs> let's set your anxiety level to ten thousand. Um, that's just such an Asian thing. Oh, when yeah. it comes to exams and school, what mark did you get? What did everyone else? Yeah. What's, yeah. What did everyone else get? That's yeah. what we want to know. What did your friend get who's incredibly bright and who's on track to get a first class honours who you only wish you were half the person of? Yeah. How did they get? And why didn't you get that? That's fundamentally the question that it boils down. <laughs> it gets to a point where sometimes you just there like, I, I hate, I hate exams. The amount of exams I've had to sit, I still yeah. hate them. People think, oh, you do so many exams, you must enjoy them. Absolutely not. I despise them with a passion. But... Like, I would come out of an exam, and the one thing, my biggest pet peeve in exams was the fact that people sit there and they talk about, what did you get for, like, questions, question four? Yeah, what did you get for question, question four? What did you get for and question four? Man? Absolutely not. I got to a point where, I, like, one thing I liked about university, and that's not much, I didn't have, like, great fun in terms of my thing. I was literally there to get my degree and leave. That's fundamentally how I went, my approach on that. But I would literally come out of the exam, put everything in my bag and I'll just beeline it to my car and drive straight home. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not talking to no one. I was like, I've got another exam I need to worry about. Let me get my head to that one. And the last thing you do is you look online or you read on your notes. You're like, uh, what did I put for that? And then, oh, that's the worst. But I had my first, I had only got one ever open book exam. And I, I genuinely still haven't figured out the point of an open book exam. Because you just write your answers in and take them with you and then just rewrite it in the exam. Like, that's how an open book exam goes for me anyway. What is the but point? like I, I just don't understand. I think, I think there's more to take out of, like, on the training, like, on the line almost training. So, like, you learning on the go, like, doing and applying. Some people, the theory, like, for me, my whole degree was just, theoretically, this does this, this does this, this does this. Realistically, yeah, none of that happens because there's X, Y, and Z. So... I still think that you get a lot more. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's certain educations and certain sort of professions where that mm. style and like, for example, becoming a doctor, becoming a lawyer, like that, that core competency of understanding that knowledge is mm. the foundation to what you then go on to actually follow through on. For me, <laughs> I would much rather get the experience and, and sort of, I think that's where education systems should 
be sort of leaning towards almost like apprenticeships but higher education apprenticeships so you mm. kind of get a degree alongside real world experience because you come out of a job every come out of your education everyone's been in this situation they're like cool we're looking for somebody 21 years old with 30 years experience and you're like how is that supposed to work zero like, experience yeah they, they want more experience than you've been on this earth at some point <laughs> but they want you to be the same age it's like what do you want to come out of the be born with the experience of understanding what i'm doing I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. But... That's why I think the um, sandwich degrees are good when you have that year yeah. experience. Sandwich degrees they or help. these higher education apprenticeships. I think yeah. that's the way forward. I really, really like implore people if they're, if they're ever looking to a profession. Like, don't get me wrong. Everything's competitive, but I would put that as like, like the first point of course where I would look first hand and almost right. because there are some out there and you, you sometimes they're paid for your degree, so you don't even have the debt at the end of it, or it's a lot less than so you, you were to do it normally. I only got my job after I left uni because of my year out oh. working. Yeah. There was unis time. when you went with that young? That was a thing? There was I a thought, thing. I, th I thought when the Ten Commandments came down, that's when you were at school. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around for a long time, man. Oh, mate. Back in my day, you have pen and paper. Back in my day. <laughs> pen and paper. Yeah. It sounds like you're enjoying your like well learning experience, your education experience. I'm it's loving just, it. It's, I'm just it's lovely to see. Like it's refreshing to see. I'm just like, glad my parents when I was don't ask me what, what what has the other person got. In this, <laughs> There's in no this. one else. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I reminds me of Paul Chowdhury when he's talking about this very same thing, and he's like, "I didn't, Dad. I didn't fail. What did you get? I got a C. Well, you can see yourself out of this family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly that." That's fundamentally what it is. Like an A isn't good enough. An A it's, plus it's just isn't good enough. Hundred percent still isn't good enough because you can have hundred and one. Dad, I got ninety percent. Yeah, what's ninety one? <laughs> fundamentally, that's always what it boils down to. But like, it's it's lovely. I think for you as well, right? Like, sorry to go back, but for you doing this to do like a, a anatomy and, and like sort of PT training. Because, I mean, you're getting old as well, right? So you can see your body kind of going down that direction. But it's nice to then and sort of apply what you, what you physically know, learn about. I know, Craig. We should just mute him, right? I mean, if, if you mute me, it's just going to be the share show. Sharing the abyss, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> sharing loneliness with, and there's no one else. <laughs> just the echo. Just be me and Craig. And just Craig doesn't talk. Yeah, Craig Even if it is me and Craig, talking. it's still me on my own. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's ultimately what it is. But... I, th you, I think you had some news. I think you remember me telling me about what you're planning to kind of do. Is it towards the end of the year? I'm not going to ruin the surprise. I'm going to give a little bit of suspense, a little bit of build up, and then I'll let you sort of have your moment there. What is the, the plan for the end of the year for the you? The plan for the end of the year is we, well, myself and my brother, we are raising money for building a school in Yemen, um, in the Middle East, where they've had a lot of war. Um, and that's another heavy topic we've been through that's another heavy topic we've been through um, but on the bright side of it it gives us mm. an opportunity to do something about it yeah. after so we are helping build a school uh, for children kind of in the post-war zone who literally are living in gravel and uh, they're walking miles just to drink dirty water um, which is spreading disease and stuff so um, we're raising money and we're going to be building a school. We're going to build building about seven classrooms, um, boys and girls toilets, changing rooms, sanitization, clean water wells for drinking. Um, it's almost like gonna, a little town. It is, literally. And we're going to be doing it <laughs> by 
riding a bike for 300 miles. That's a lot of miles considering you don't know how to ride a bike and you're currently it's, with it's a lot of stabilizers. And we're doing it. And we're doing it in Saudi Arabia. Oh wow. So okay. Okay. So, so let me let me let me sort of unpack this a little bit. So first of all, you're you've you're currently learning how to ride a bike, right? Because there weren't bicycles back in your day. They barely just invented the wheel, right? <laughs> so it's a tricycle. I can imagine you on a little, little tykes bike with little stabilizers. It's going to take me two years <laughs> tricycle just to get to the next town. <laughs> so okay, that's cool. I think that's awesome. So how how does how does like how does preparing for that work like that's not a small undertaking and you're planning to do that what in we're in july now what? five so months five months it's from end of, end of november. learning how to ride a bike to riding 300 miles that's fundamentally where we're at right that's where we're at so i, I can ride a bike I... <laughs> with no handlebars <laughs> with no handlebars just pedals <laughs> and my hands behind my head um so just training every day really so first First stage is kind of building up stamina. Yeah. So riding every day. Uh, currently, I'm riding in the morning and in the evening for an hour. Not is that a stationary bike. Stationary bike, but not okay. strenuous. Just okay. literally keeping my legs moving for an hour. Just keeping so the just, heart rate going. Yeah, keep my heart rate going. Keep my legs moving, and just uh, being able to kind of get through that. Where after twenty minutes, I'm okay. Then after half an hour, I'm okay. Yeah. After forty minutes, so slowly. I'm doing an hour now where I'm kind of yeah. okay, built up a little sweat and I'm and I'm good. I, I could continue maybe for another fifteen or twenty minutes, but I won't because yeah. I'll burn myself out. Yeah. So, and can you live your normal day after you do that, say in the morning? Yeah, it's a little bit sore at <laughs> work today. <laughs> like, Get all those cobwebs off <laughs> all your joints and stuff. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it at that point where you're like realizing oh, I did not know that part was even a muscle in my body? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like my yeah. little toe is hurting me at this point. It's like a lot, I'm guessing a lot of us and our listeners experience when you go to the gym, right, after a long time, and you do certain movements, and then you feel the next day, yeah. ah, I didn't, old, that, that I didn't know that, I didn't know I had that part under my shoulder blade. <laughs> <laughs> that old chest, I mean, the last time I went to the gym, it wasn't a great story at all, it was a horrible thing, it was like, well, not going for like a period of time, ah, no, it's, it's too, much trauma. too much trauma, too much, too much, too much trauma. This is the um, trauma show, sharing okay, the Craig, with Oh God, this sounds like therapy for Oasis, what it is. Mate, okay. it was bad. So I, first of all, decided to go at silly early o'clock when I don't normally wake up that how, early. How silly are we talking? I, I had to wake up at like five and get there for six and like, I was driving there and all the other stuff. But like, okay, that sounds like a normal time for most people. Yeah. I'm not normal, so let's <laughs> just face that. So I got there nice and early. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I clocked in, clocked out. That was traumatic enough. <laughs> no. So I didn't really stretch kind of went straight into quite a fairly serious workout because you naturally you're like yeah i've got that that ego i can do, i can do that like yeah it's 25 kg yeah, easy mate um and yeah i nearly passed out <laughs> it was not good i felt like i was so bad I went to the bathroom. oh mate it was bad yeah i went to the bathroom and i just sat there like i closed the toilet i sat there and i was like i just need to sit down i just need to just just be here and be present and in the back of my head i'm like if i pass out and if i like go from this it's gonna be like elvis presley i'm just gonna die sitting on the toilet like oh, that's God. fundamentally where it was going through my head every time this is what happens i go to my head you know when you go through that that feeling of passing out like firstly your hearing starts to go and then the vision starts to tunnel in and then you get this like really cold almost cold sweat so you feel like 
I I'm fairly brown, but I went pale, and that's quite rare. So I felt <laughs> going. I felt the color, the the melatonin in my skin just go nope, and then just move away. And like, and I like had to sit there and like focus on the like something just to focus my attention on it, just to try and kick myself out of it. Luckily, didn't pass out, but was fairly close. And I came out, and the gym mate who I was going with offered zero support and was like cool let's go and do this one and this one and this one and then the next time i saw him he made fun of me and then that's what my traumatic experience was so i can't i don't have like a, a loose way out of it but i mean before that like during my flight training when i was in portugal i got really into running i, okay. I was eating probably the healthiest i was i was eating mainly because there wasn't really much food options for me and we we're in lockdown but i was like it's cool if i can do like a 5k work i think i think that's solid and i think i was pushing about four four and a half k i didn't really measure the time i just wanted to make sure that i could last running that long mm-hmm. and I, I used this app called couch to 5k app i think it's made by it was made by the bbc and i like you basically have like a trainer who just talks you through it just okay. have a podcast or something playing in the background um everyone else would have like probably like a good jazzy playlist almost like some house music because i think your cadence if you're running goes off what you hear yeah, I put one of the slow, most boring podcasts on. So God knows how long it would have taken me run to run the full five k. But I, it was it's crazy in the space of like a week. A week I went from yeah in the space of like a week. I think I was running consistently for about thirty to forty minutes with zero breaks and not feeling fatigue at the end of it because I ended up coming back, having a shower, having some lunch, and then going out flying that same day. So like it's weird how quickly that process go and what's nice is about the app if anyone ever wants to get into running couch 5k uh-huh. is like my highest recommendation because it, yeah. it eases you into it yeah the first oh you'll love this this is the kind of workout you do first workout is just walk walk for 10 minutes and then stop for five and then walk for another 10 minutes is great hey, that sounds good uh, yeah but it's really stupid when you're fully dressed up to kind of go for a run and you're just walking <laughs> like it's a bit it's a bit embarrassing it's, like this guy. it's a bit embarrassing when 90 year old doris comes jogging past you four jogging times in the space of you you kind of just no but it's like it's like i'm doing with the bike at the moment isn't it you're it's yeah. building up to it yeah you can't yeah. just you but start it's weird because like, like it's it's weird because like you get that pivot point and all of a sudden everything kind of just flows and like you're running without thinking about it and like you're not really getting tired because you you're it's weird it's like it's like becoming unconsciously competent at something like for example like driving a car riding your bike when you start you're like super focused on everything a gear change has to be perfect like each pedal step has to be perfect like each indicator each each everything has to be like pinpoint perfect because your attention span is like incredibly focused but you kind of get that hyper vision onto one thing. So you tend to miss other things that happen. But the more you do it, the less you care. But the more you do it, the less you notice what you're doing. And you then become, it's like, it's a, it's, I think it's a psychological thing. It's called like becoming unconsciously competent. And it's when you can then do things on autopilot. Like, for example, driving a car. Um, you're a bit old, you have an automatic. But say if you have a manual car, like normal people, right? Like you're not thinking about when to change gear. You're kind of like, uh, that feels right that feels right and it just works out and you go from stalling 15 times in the first day driving to like not stalling 15 but you know what sometimes your autopilot goes and sometimes if i've driven to work and then and then i'll think back and think did i stop at those lights or did i give way to anyone on that roundabout i cannot i don't know no i remember because i've been so busy thinking about like whatever yeah no I've, I've, I've had something similar like we came off like a night shift 
at work once and I went I had to like some people didn't have a car and all the trains and stuff were closed so I like dropped them off <laughs> stupidly but I dropped Nice them off guy that you are. uh well I doubt it no one would say that to me in my face anyway but I would go and drop them off and I generally don't remember driving and dropping them off I don't remember driving back and I just remember like this one small recollection of that entire trip and it was like as I was driving I was like Oh, it feels like I'm moving to the left, and like my car's rumbling a bit. It's like li like left wheels like touching the hard shoulder line, so it's like <laughs> the whole way through. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm gonna crack open the windows, and I need to get back. And like, that was the first day that I realized how much like fatigue and attention gets changed. Oh man, just over like, and it's it's weird because it's sensitive because it can be like a little change and a massive effect. It's Huge weird. Effect. I've had that when we've had uh, wedding shoots. like Yeah. far away and then we've got we've done like a 17 hour shoot and then we've got a three hour drive home and i'm Yeah. driving and i'm trying to stay awake and literally put i've got the window open Yeah. i have that water spray can on my face i'm spraying it on my face i've got the window open i'm turning the ac on i'm slapping my face <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay. Your wife's on the other side, slapping the hell out of you. Wake up. she 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 is she's like i can't even sleep <laughs> i need to make sure you're awake because it's like, she it's can't the same with me, but yeah. She can't drive at night. She Okay. she she finds it difficult with the glare. So Okay. I'm. Does she have glasses? She doesn't have glasses, but she finds driving generally difficult at night. Okay. Um. So in the day she's driving around, and at night, and it's always night when we're coming back Yeah. from a shoot. Yeah. Um. Naturally, So Asian weddings don't finish till what four in the morning or something four like in that. the morning. Sunrise <laughs> Even if they the finish next at day. four in the morning, we could stay there a little longer and wait for the sun to rise, Yeah. and No. then No. drive Because in the like daytime. an a Asian weddings work on Asian people timing. Where yeah, like oh, guests leave by nine o'clock. I was at a wedding once. They literally just switched off the lights from the venue to kick people out. Like, and that's not the guests. That's not the people running the event. That's like the people who own the the place, the venue. It's like yeah, get out. Get out It's like of our yeah, place. it's like in a theater when they flick the lights on and off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. And you, you, yeah, they're all on the dance floor. They're like, oh, nay, nay, please, let us just one more song, one more song. Uh, one one more dish, mate. One more buffet. Like One that's more also samosa. like it's, it's the cue you get for food. But yeah, sorry. Get back to your point. I went on a bit of a digression there. We like digressions. That's all we're Yeah, about. we're too much digression. If anyone listening, if you're still listening out there, then <laughs> you probably like digressions. That's why you're They probably still listening. digressed from listening. They'll probably digress to the next <laughs> podcast. but yeah. <laughs> So yeah, dead I can't remember half what I was asleep, saying now. half asleep Oh driving yeah, home. half asleep, right. You know, uh, it's just so scary. And when you get that small incident where you're about to smash into the back of someone Oh and my you slam goodness. him and it wake and you're like, oh my god, okay, you know what? Yeah. Sit up. Just 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 or just pull over, take a few deep breaths or Yeah. but sometimes we've actually pulled over and had a ten minute sleep. Yeah, I think that's the safest At a petrol thing. pump I think or a lay that's the by face. and just like, okay, let me just I think put my it's seat dangerous back. on a lay by though. I think I think the safest things to pull into like service station. No, not lay by as in hard shoulder, as Okay. in you know, like you have on A roads, you have like a bus. It's like a where A trucks bus lane. You're pull just parking over. in bus lanes. No, Remind not bus me never lane. to sit with you as you're What driving. do you call First those? of all, you have to. What do you call those things? They're weird, like trucks pull over. It's like a big. Oh, it's it's almost like Not a this. mini mini service sort of area almost. Yeah, Yeah. like those. Um, have a have a little sleep and then and then carry on. But um, that autopilot thing you're talking about is very. Uh, sometimes even if I'm awake, it's nothing to do with being tired. Yeah. No, no, You're just yeah. on such autopilot, and you're thinking Yeah. about your day or what you got to do tomorrow, or Yeah. you know, work or a certain project or anything, and 
you're just driving yeah blindly it's just brain is just controlling the brakes and indicating and doing all this stuff <laughs> stopping just... at traffic lights or in your case pulling over and randomly falling asleep pulling over randomly <laughs> Like, did I run over that squirrel? Wow, I hope I didn't. wow, this suddenly got this suddenly got quite dark. Did I run over that squirrel? <laughs> wow, that's a that's a bar and a half. Because you drive and then in the view mirror there's a puff of like feathers and you're like puff of feathers? What are you doing? That happened once. Okay, this oh, happened God. a few weeks ago. We're driving down at A Road and this pigeon comes oh, no. swooping out of nowhere and he comes so low and I slam my brakes on and I try and swerve at the same time. And we hear oh, wow. a knock, so it knocks against the car, and behind, oh, wow. in the mirror, you just yeah. see all these oh. feathers. Oh, like, oh no! Please. Did you did you do that thing when when you get to your destination or you pull over to a road and it's like like it's like a horror film? You're kind of like peeping over the the corner of the car. It's like please please. Just no, I not felt have so bad. Left. I got to the end of that road, went around the mini roundabout, went back. To check went, on the animal. To check, and he, the pigeon wasn't there, but the well, feathers of course, were there. Well, of course, because it was kind of halfway through your car. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, probably on my bumper. Yeah, mate. Oh, God. You're setting off all these vegans and all these, like, extinction people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Mr. We're losing pigeon. listeners just I'm as sorry. you speak. I'm sorry, Pete, Pete the pigeon. We're really... The pigeon people, mate. The pigeon, pigeon people. people. We're sorry. We apologize. <laughs> but you shouldn't come out last minute from a tree. <laughs> I like how you've got the sim- the same Asian mentality when it comes to driving. Yeah, but it was the pigeon's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pigeon's fault. I remember yeah. once. I remember once, right? This is such a dizzy thing. My, um, uh, when I was younger and I passed my test, I was driving. A long parked, time ago. I parked the car at a certain angle on the driveway, but there was enough space for my dad to get his car into the garage. Yeah. And he he reversed out and he scraped his car against mine. Oh wow. <laughs> he came in and he had to Did go. He blame me. you. He had to go at me. <laughs> He's like, why are you parked so stupidly? Oh, I was thinking mate. in my head, well, why didn't you look in your mirror? <laughs> why didn't you just read me and I would have come outside? <laughs> Oh mate, that's, then I remember, that's the most Asian dad thing you could get. I remember my younger brother or was my uh, my sister saying they're taking a mic. They're like, no, I think it was the way the sun was reflecting off the window on the neighbor's house that hit dad's mirror, which is why he couldn't see. It's nothing to do with like him. Oh mate, I, I had a similar thing. Like, I'm really cautious when it comes to parking. Right, I'll park a little bit further if it's just easier and I can park nicely, so the car's like in a decent place. But if you ever have an Asian parent, in most cases, the Asian dad, they're sitting with you. And this, like, your car is like a normal human-sized car, like Golf, maybe. But this car-sized park, like, car park's place is the size of, like, maybe a moped, <laughs> maybe a smart car. And he's like, you can fit that. And I'm like, absolutely not. No, I can't fit that. He's like, yeah, turn this. And he's just yelling at you the whole way as you're parking. And then your car's parked at like 45 degrees in, not with half the car in the middle of the road, and the other car half like covering a, a car park, not in the car park, the pavement. And you're just there like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And, I, and, and it's on that day that I realized you just don't drive. Yeah, with but your you parents. know what? It's, it's, the, it's the pressure from the accent. <sighs> it's when they hold on. It's when they hold on to like all of the. All the, the, handles. All the handles like no, yeah and, or, or they're pressing and, the imaginary brake oh they're pressing the imaginary that's they're pressing right the, no but it's when the accent comes out because the accent isn't always there so they'll be put it in you could put it in 
Oh, put it in. <laughs> oh, man. Just, it won't fit. Or when they call you Yarn. Oh, God, that yeah. sets me right off. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, Yarn. Okay, listeners, <laughs> this is a term we might be using a lot. Yarn is like the, this the equivalent of, of man. man. Yeah. So you're like, come on, man. Like, come on, yeah. Yarn. It's like, oh, Yarn, oh, yeah. man. It's, all, it's never in a positive way, though. It's, it's always in like a disappointment. It's like Asian languages are all kilted towards a disappointment. Right? A disappointment. So everything is, yeah, in that sort of line. So <laughs> it's like kind of at work, if you hear something that you're not, something's coming up that you, you don't want to actually do, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone works going to be doing this now. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't know when you do it, though. You do, like, the tilting of the head and you start screwing the light bulb with your hand, which is a bit weird. But, like, you do you, my good sir. I find that's quite a weird way. It, why is Craig screwing the light bulb? Craig, Craig, Craig is listening doing to it the wrong some way. bang room music right now. Craig, I feel you like... turn the light bulb upside down. <laughs> is he doing, it? No, just, he's doing it like a way. lamp. <laughs> he's removing like a lampshade. Lamp lampshade upside down and then do it. I don't, oh for some God. reason, everyone does it with their right hand. It's, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, maybe it's just <laughs> naturally they think all Asian people are right-handed. I don't know why they do that. When anyone's showing screwing the light bulbs, they always use their right hand. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a subconscious thing. It's Clearly. a subconscious thing. But yeah, we 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 we've grown up with getting the blame for a lot of yeah, things. For everything, like oh, somebody walked in the middle of the road. That's your fault like global warming <laughs> that's your fault like it's everything like my the the, the like the graphite in my pencil broke that's your fault like that's the, the boilers stop working that's your fault <laughs> like everything the internet goes down that's your fault it's your like, fault everything is your fault but you know what's yeah. really weird i found i started doing that with my kids i started blaming <laughs> that them so everything doing it i think it's genetic you reckon I reckon you just you just got that mentality. There'll be, there'll be something will happen in the house, like something's got knocked or something's left open. And we, I'll just be Isha. She, and she'll look at me as in what? She goes, "Oh, it was me, I guess, right?" Yeah. It's like, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. It's like if a video buffers, <laughs> if you're trying to show something, the video buffers, everyone, like the whole household, <laughs> even the extended relatives who just come through for that one moment, just look at you like you've suddenly caused the internet to stop working in your house. Like it was always the case. Like honestly, the twice removed cousin from like five year generations back has come back from the dead to be like, yeah, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> like, why are you stopping the video? It's really funny because my wife's come up with this thing about the imaginary person. So oh if she's telling the kids that something's been done, and she's asking, but like, oh, what, you know, what happened here? Who did this? And they'll be both be like, oh, I don't know. And my wife will go, oh, I guess it's that imaginary person that comes in our house all the time and just does it and leaves. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, it's like when you lose something, right? It's like when you lose it, it's like, oh, yeah, it just grew up out of legs and it just walks off. <laughs> like, it's that fundamentally, like, everyone says that. It's like, oh, yeah, it just decided to grow up out of legs and just walk right off again. Yeah, with that sarcastic tone of voice that oh, yeah. we have to do. Yar, and it ends with yar somehow. <laughs> of course, yar. Yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's, well, it's just part of life, isn't it? It's just part of life. <laughs> but yeah, we have lots of adventures um, growing up as Asians, I guess. It's, um, we Hopefully get blamed on. Get to know we it. get picked on. We're never good yeah. enough. Nah, uh, everything's it's all fun. fun. 
I was there. It's fun. I feel good because it led to other psychological issues that I'm now living with <laughs> many years down the line. <laughs> I must apologize to the listeners. We're really painting a great impression on Asians. <laughs> yeah, like every Asian child has been bullied up until 20 and then they're bullied more. <laughs> like that's how it is, and and then they think, then they get married and think, I'm yeah, free. then they bullies, and then, and then like they, you have kids, and then you start bullying. <laughs> so like it's just the no, but you cycle. still get bullied even when you yeah, you get bullied, and then it's like a bullying circle. Like it's like, your dad bullies you, you bully your your child, your child yeah. bullies your parents, and like it just goes around. <laughs> it's like I'm grown up, I live in my own house, I'm still being bullied. Like, this is not fair. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the perks of living as in an Asian household. Perks of living in an Asian household, but it's great fun. We love it. Ah, really. fun! I'll lose that lightly. But interesting. Yeah, interesting. Weird. But you know what's interesting that I've had this week that I want someone to come up with a solution with. I want to know how you keep trainer socks up on your ankle because okay, my left a one, really weird left one. You got weird. My left feet. one keeps coming down within an hour and really irritate me i've taken my shoe off there's there's a way around that what you can get these train socks now they've got got like almost like double-sided tape at the back tape it's proper weird yeah it's like it's like a rubber but like a sticky rubber so as you put them into your put you like onto your foot and then you shoot your foot goes in the shoe kind of just like stays on there but when you then take your shoe off it's like a weird sound as you can't take your socks off it's weird i wouldn't recommend it but like that's the solution or you just get normal socks that will fit you correctly even if they are training socks maybe you're just getting the wrong size sock maybe your socks are too big maybe you've got weird feet maybe you've got one size what seven on one side and eight on the other side i don't know you're a weird guy like fundamentally i think it's your problem (laughs) you're out here asking for solutions for a problem only you in the world are dealing with (laughs) i'm being asian i'm blaming the sock You're blaming the sock and everyone else. And, I'm and you're asking everyone else to get a solution. Outsourcing with solution. <laughs> the solution. Listeners, yeah. send in any... Oh, it would be interesting to hear if your uh, Oasis gel... What is it? Gel? Sticky gel? What are they called? I don't know. I, was like, I think they're called like no-show socks, but they have like... No-show? Like no-show, so they don't look like they're showing. Hence, no. Sh- I feel like I'm explaining how to like understand English to you for the first time. That's no like you when we were show. recording a... When we're recording a podcast, <laughs> no yeah. show. No, yeah, barely there. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally gone. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how all of this is. <laughs> no show. Well, yeah. um, no show is um, something I need to look at then. No show sucks. This weekend of no show, we're going to end our show here. Because um, <laughs> it's really late. We've been recording late <laughs> and um, we've had a long week. Yeah, um, somebody cycling or learning to ride a bike as well. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> my legs are my my legs are throbbing actually. Are they? Uh, yeah. Are you going to yeah. go back on the bike after this? No, I just finished the session actually. Oh wow! <laughs> just walking in with jelly legs. That's why you <laughs> sat down. That's why I did that work today. I was coming up the stairs. Oh, yeah. That like, explains uh, why we uh, had to wheel you around the the place. <laughs> Oh, we're no. gonna have to get a stair lift fitted at work. Yeah. Just, like, just like Craig, right? He's old as anything as well. Craig, Craig, <laughs> Craig's asking you to wrap it up. I think Craig looks like he wants to go to bed. Craig, you need to go to bed. Oh, he's taking his dentures out. Yeah, okay, he's <laughs> taking his dentures out. They're going in the glass. You mean his veneers are just cops right off? Oh, Craig, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I did. <laughs> anyway, on that on that bombshell. On that, note, on that bombshell, 
we um, will see you guys next week with um, some more discussions about our week <laughs> so, and Oasis so week. Yeah, more discussions yeah, about Oasis much. socks. My socks. <laughs> we'll give a sock update. A sock update. A sock update. Um, but take care, guys. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Take bye. care. Have a good week.